You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School presented by Privy. And a big thank you to our co-sponsors of the show, Suna and Hashtag Paid. Hey everyone, and welcome to the first ever Brand Builder segment on the E-Commerce Marketing School podcast. So if you didn't catch my announcement episode with Ben, you're probably wondering who is this person? What's going on? Where is Ben? So don't worry, he'll be back soon. But to introduce myself, my name is Brooke Burge and I'm SVP of Brand Marketing at Attentive, a personalized text messaging platform and the parent company of Privy. So I've been with Attentive from the start. and It's been really incredible to experience scaling a business and creating a product that helps other companies grow. But beyond that, I've always, since I was a little kid, been kind of obsessed with the idea of brands. It's really what led me into marketing. The fact that people can say they love certain companies, what is it that makes that happen? So I personally believe that a brand is really every interaction that someone has with your company culminated. From the packaging to the website experience to a call with a customer service agent. And it can be intentionally expressed through words, visuals, the logo, but really it's about how you're making your audience feel and what you stand for that they can rally behind. So for this Brand Builder segment, I'll be interviewing incredible founders, those who have not just built successful companies, but brands that people love. So today, join me as we take a little shift away from some of the more tactical demand gen tips and more towards the stories and the lessons behind building a memorable brand. My first guest, Amy Chu, is the CEO and co-founder of revolutionary skincare company, Dear Brightly. This episode will be split up into two parts, so be sure to tune into the second half also. So with that, on to my chat with Amy. All right. So with that said, I'm so excited to have our first guest today on the Brand Builders segment. So I wanted to welcome Amy Chu, who is CEO and co-founder of Dear Brightly. Amy, thanks for taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to chat. Yeah. So why don't we start it off for the listeners for you to give a little bit more background on Dear Brightly. So tell us a little bit more about what the company focuses on. Yeah, so today we educate about the power of retinoids through the lens of dermatologists. And basically where this comes from is the fact that there are 34,000 Americans to one dermatologist in the country. And so our whole mission is to close that gap between germs and everyday people, again, by making retinoids more accessible. Got it. And can you share a little bit about where the mission for starting the company came from? Because, you know, I, when I was looking into Dear Brightly, you know, retinoids, dermatology, it's an area that I personally was pretty unfamiliar with. Like I'm a big skincare fan, but this is, this is a pretty, you know, unique space. So where did the mission and the idea for the business come from? Yeah. I mean, it, it transpired from basically my own experience. For me, I had, I had pretty great skin my whole life. I did the whole 10 step skincare routine. And then one year I had my mid-20s, I started seeing major skin changes. It included bouts of acne, pigmentation, rough skin. And it was so crazy. I remember a coworker had commented on my skin. I just remember shrinking in my chair um, and I felt so closed off. So for me, for the first time in my life, I sought out professional help. I went to see my dermatologist and she prescribed me a retinoid. I had never heard of what a retinoid was in my life. It was specifically tretinoin. She had just had prescribed me. And my whole life changed. My skin cleared up. My skin was also brighter than before. 
So even though I use it for hormonal skin changes, I continue to use it for years after because of the incredible benefits for photoaging. So it really comes from that experience because retinoids were just so life-changing for me, but I didn't, again, know what they were. I didn't know how powerful they were and they just weren't easily accessible before to me. Right. Yeah. And I think for what you said in terms of being easily accessible, you, know, you have to seek out the dermatology appointment, you know, know what to ask for, what to communicate there. So can you share a little bit about how does Dear Brightly make that more accessible? How do you help folks have access to dermatology more? Yeah. So with Dear Brightly, it's a service that exists online. So instead of going in for a dermatologist visit, taking time off work, so forth, you could just do it all from the comfort of your own home. So you fill out a skin profile online, everything about your skin, your skin goals, your skin history, and so forth. And then we have a derm provider who evaluates. And then if it makes sense for you, they will prescribe a retinoid and personalize it for you. Got it. So making it much more accessible than having to figure out, okay, where do I even go? What do I even ask for? Um, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's an intimidating piece of it, you know? So Yeah. And I think most, I mean, for me, for example, like I never even thought to seek out professional help from a dermatologist until my skin got really bad. And I think it's partly just because like it always seems so far away for me, if that makes sense. And when it was time to schedule a visit, it took me, it was about two months before I could get in for a visit. I mean, two months of waiting, right? And then you're also taking time off work to go to the office. You're waiting in a waiting room and they see you for about five to 10 minutes. And then you have to like, go, like rush back home, right? So the entire experience was pretty cumbersome for me. And with Dear Brightly, we knew like via technical solutions that we could, we could solve this, the experience that we had. Well, thank you for, you know, giving the listeners an overview of your company. Let's shift gears a little bit. You know, this segment is all about brands, which is a term that I think can get misinterpreted or or a lot of different ways. So I'd love to hear, you know, what's your definition of a brand when you think of that word, like what comes to mind for you? Yeah, that's such a big question. And when you think of the word brand, it seems kind of overwhelming and daunting, but I kind of like to simplify it in like a very simple way, which is. I think of brands like I do with people, right? You might not remember what people might say, but you will remember how they make you feel. And for me, branding is just that, how the brand represents itself and how the brand connects with people. And ultimately, how does the brand make people feel? And then that in turn affects how people talk about your brand to their their friends, right? Or their community. Right. I love that. The idea that it's not necessarily, you know, the copy that you're putting on your website or, you know, the marketing tactics and strategies, but it's what is that feeling that you want your customers or your prospective audience to evoke? Like, how do you want them to feel when they interact with your brand? So let's go, you know, I think with branding, there's a whole set of brand identity and strategy. And obviously core to that when you're starting out a company is coming up with a name. You know, obviously you got to look, yeah. make sure the domain's available, all that. But you want something that can kind of stand the test of time and that you can see yourself like growing into and being something that like, yeah, that really connects to our mission. So I love the name Dear Brightly. And I did read a little bit about where it came from. And I know you alluded to it a little bit before, but can you tell me how, what was the process like for coming up with a name for your company? Yeah. So I didn't want to rush it because it really had to feel right for me. So it was something that I had to be patient with, but essentially 
where it was born out of is um, it all came down to retinoids, right? Like retinoids are our bread and butter. Like it's where we come from, right? So I kept coming back to what retinoids do, which is it makes your skin more bright. So the word bright really resonated with me because that's what, again, retinoids naturally do to your skin. But I also didn't want to ignore the most profound impact that had on me, which was that it not only made my skin more bright, but on the outside, but it made me feel brighter, more open from the inside too. And so Dear was added on before Brightly because it was like I was calling my inner brightness. And so that's how Dear Brightly came to be. And then of course, like you mentioned, I mean, the .com, I think I got it for like 13 bucks. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So that was kind of like an added like Oh, we're definitely doing this. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's available and it's twelve ninety nine. So <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, yeah. I, just- I love that, and I love the the deer because especially in this space of you know skincare and wellness, it's kind of a nod to taking care of yourself and you know considering yourself with that mm-hmm. kind of gentle courtesy. So it's a nice touch to include that there. Awesome. Well, I think the next kind of element of brand identity I'd love to touch on is uh, the idea of like values or, you know, if there are certain adjectives or words that you closely associate with your brand. You know, I know at Attentive, we've gone through this exercise and we're like, we are witty, we are bold, we are empowering. So what are some words that you kind of come to mind when you're like, this is how I really want people to feel? Totally. I mean, it first and foremost just comes from like, I guess, who we are as people, like the team, because I always think things come from the top down. But, you know, when we thought about, I mean, these are words that we thought about time and time again, like, does this really resonate with us? Do we, how do we want again to make people feel? And so I would say the top, top adjectives that really convey us are definitely caring because retinoids can be a little bit daunting. So, or, or just misunderstood. And so we want to take people and help them like, from the beginning of the journey through every decade, right? So caring, definitely informational because there's a lot of education, but we also don't want to talk down to people. It's We're kind of like that friend who knows a lot about retinoids or like skin or skincare, and, and we just want to help our friends. And so informational and then genuine, that's definitely like a good um, adjective to describe us. I love that. Those are all, you know, I can almost picture like, like you said, like that friend, like the person who, in your life who, you know, they kind of always seem to know everything about dermatology. I have a friend like that. And I'm like, Hey, what should I use for this? And she just gives me the information, tells me what to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you're my on call, like mini dermatologist. So having the brand almost feel like that, like they're there for you to guide you through it because it can be daunting. I really didn't understand the differences between retinol and retinoids. So as a customer, you know, making sure that you can guide folks through that process, you know, so this is a funny question, but it's something I think about. And if you, nothing comes to mind immediately, all good, but going to throw it out there. Is there a certain celebrity or person that if you're like, oh, this kind of embodies who Dear Brightly as a brand is, anybody come to mind like that? Yeah, it's always hard to answer a question like this because it's like I don't personally know <laughs> any celebrities like really yeah. well, right? Um, I just know them from like afar, and obviously perception is really different than how people are like one on one. If I were going to give an answer, I'd probably say Viola Davis. She has such a presence and knows her craft. I follow her on Instagram, and it, it's just from what I can tell, she has an amazing growth mindset, and she's just constantly mastering her craft. 
And similarly with Dear Brightly, we're masters of ours where we know retinoids through and through. And so if I if I was going to say like a celebrity were, if a brand were a celebrity, I would probably say Viola. And also I just love her. She takes care of herself. She values herself. Doesn't take life too seriously. She has a lot of depth. Um, so yeah, I just, I just love her. That's good. I feel like that ties into the genuine attribute that you said before. She definitely comes across as very genuine, like she is who she is, you know? So another thing that we think about a lot with brand building is voice and tone. And, you know, this is something within marketing that, you know, you can write, you can communicate the same message and say it in very different ways based on the word choice, um, ultimately what you're trying to get across. So how do you think about guiding your team for how to talk or communicate as Dear Brightly? Like whether it's an Instagram caption or the copy on the website, like what are some feedback that you give for the writing? Yeah, I mean, I know there was this question about in terms of communicating and by various channels, like how do you, like do you communicate differently by various channels? and I mean, for us, like we don't change our voice or tone necessarily by channel. I think when with, when it comes to branding, you'll hear this over and over again. When you first learn about what makes a strong brand, consistency is just so important. And I've said this before. Again, I think of branding as I do with people, whether it be a person in person or text message. I'm always going to be the same, Amy, in both channels. I may be more talkative in person versus like texting because I don't love texting all the time and it kind of overwhelms me. But when it comes down to my character, it's always going to be the same. How I'm going to treat people is always going to be the same, right? So consistency and always just being consistent across channels, I think is important. Right. I think one thing I've noticed with your brand in terms of consistency, is like certain word choices. And the one that I've seen crop up that I'd love for you to kind of explain where it came from and, and why it's such a part of your brand is the idea of anti-anti-aging. You know, I've seen that in a couple of different spots for your brand. So walk me through what that means for you. Okay, this one hits really close to home for me. When I was first starting Dear Rightly, I mean, when you get inspired, you just go deep everywhere, right? I researched everything about retinoids. I researched everything about like the competitive space, so forth. And as I got deeper and deeper into this space, I feel terrible about saying this, but I just became more and more uninspired, which isn't, I mean, it's a good and bad thing. Bad in the sense where I I was, yeah, uninspired, but good in the sense where it kind of like lit a fire under me where it's like, okay, we got to change something here. Because the skincare world is just full of associated words like anti-aging, youth or youthful. And it was an interesting time for me because I was about to turn 30 and I noticed that I wasn't excited to turn a year older and I was fully aware that there was something really wrong with that, right? Oh, I had the the pre-30 breakdown too. (laughs) It's very much a thing. Yeah. And I think you talk to people and I mean, I remember sitting down at dinner with this woman and she's 29 going on 30 actually this past week. And she was just really nervous about it and and just feeling a lot of like anxiety about it, which is, and I I totally empathize with it. And so basically like all this research, it just spiraled into, Mm. wait, did we found a company that condones what I don't believe in, right? But the answer is no. I think for us, it's a matter of just changing the conversation around what it means to Asian and how it relates to skincare, right? So the way that I see it, 
we do promote aging and we believe taking care of our skin health shouldn't be misconstrued as aspiring to be younger, right? So when we think of retinoids or like skincare, we understand that taking care of ourselves has the power to make us feel a certain way. So I kind of equate it to other things in my life. Like I eat healthy to make me feel energized. I exercise to make myself feel stronger. And it just the same thing. I take care of my largest organ, my skin, because I know it can make me feel more confident and open. And that's exactly what retinoids did for me. That's an incredible background and story there because you're so right. Like, I feel like, you know, especially as a woman, it's thrown at you all the time, like youth and that that's the, you know, what you have to aspire to. And it's just illogical. (laughs) We're all aging. My grandma used to say it's better than the alternative. Mm -hmm. Like, so we should embrace it. You know, we should grow with that. And something about, you know, the idea of that brightness too, because as you age, you have, you know, more experience, more ideas, like more things that kind of light you up. So I think that ties in very well with this anti-anti-aging concept that you've been building out. You're so right. It's like, I don't want to turn back time. I want to move forward, right? There are memories and wisdom that we've gained throughout the years. Why would we use words like anti-aging? It's almost like we don't, we, we don't believe in moving forward then. And obviously like we do. Right. And words matter, you know, in any context and the words that you choose to associate your business and your brand with, like that is how people will feel. Hey, everyone. Hope you've been enjoying hearing about how Amy has built the Dear Brightly brand. So there's a ton of good stuff here, so much so that we're going to split this episode up into two parts. So make sure you join us next week for the second half. I'll see you there.